Hey, hey, sister, let's get ready to lace up and level up because we are Hot Girl Walking and Talking. I'm Maggie, your host and hype girl. Happy Thursday. So I have the window open in my office today, so you may hear the chainsaw or whatever it is that's going on in the background. So we are we're focusing on being calm, cool, collected. We're empowering ourselves. We're leveling up. And it might just sound like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the background. So it's whatever. We're just going to roll with it. I hope that you are having a great Thursday. It's Halloween weekend, which means a whole lot of things to a whole bunch of different people. You might be going out this weekend. Maybe you're taking your kids trick-or-treating. Maybe you don't really care. I am usually the person that doesn't really care about Halloween. I don't have any kids to take trick-or-treating. And apparently, we found out last year, we just don't live in a neighborhood where kids trick-or-treat. So in the town where we live, there's a bunch of trick-or-treating neighborhoods. Ours is not one of them because we live on the bottom of two hills. So kids are not walking here and they're not even driving here. We got all this candy last year. I was so excited to hand out Halloween candy and then nobody showed up. So it crushed my hopes and dreams. I'm not doing it again this year. I am going to help at our local Halloween party parade town thingy. Uh, So I'm excited about that. I hope that you're getting ready for a fun weekend no matter what you're doing. Uh, But we got to talk about some real stuff before we actually dive into it. So before we get started, I want to remind you why you are here. Now, no matter what you were feeling before you pressed play on this episode, maybe you were having a really tough day, maybe you've been really stressed out, just not having a good time, and you're like, ugh, I'm just going to listen to this stupid episode, I don't even know why I'm here, or what I'm doing, why am I listening to this, Uh, So, no matter where you're coming from, I want you to be all here right now, because no matter what, you're in this moment. You can be upset, you could be overjoyed, it doesn't really matter what the feeling is, the bottom line is that we're here. We are in this moment, and we get to control where we go from here. It might not feel like it, but you have the power. You have the control to choose how the rest of your day plays out, how the rest of the week and the weekend plays out. Nobody else can take that away from you. I know it's really easy and it feels very natural to say, well, this person ticked me off or this situation sucked or my day at work sucked and that's why I feel this way. But that's not really true. Other people cannot create our emotions. It's only our reactions to people and situations that create our emotions. So if you want to feel something different, if you're super ticked off right now or sad or whatever it might be, you can turn that around right now. And if it doesn't feel like it, that's okay. Just keep listening to this episode and be open to turning it around and feeling something different because you do have the power. I just sent out an email this morning talking about this We are not powerless. I am so mad that somebody convinced like our entire society that we're powerless, that we're victims, that we don't need to stand up for ourselves or that we feel like we can't stand up for ourselves. That really bothers me. You're not powerless. You have all of the power when it comes to your thoughts and your emotions. So let's take control of them. And one of the things that I I really wanted to touch on, I know we've talked about it before, but 
I'm bringing it back up because it's so important. Once you get a grasp on this concept and you really understand what it means and how you can uh, use it in your life, it is game changing. So I really want you to pay attention to what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and the whole time that you're listening, be present, be mindful, be in this moment and really focusing on what we're talking about now and listening and just being here in this moment is inevitably going to pull you out of whatever negative state you may have been in. So anytime that you are in a negative headspace or you're just feeling like garbage, you're feeling really down, or you have a lot of anxiety or whatever the case might be, one of the best things you could do to ground yourself is to focus on mindfulness, bringing yourself back into the present moment. Because think about it this way, depression for the most part is caused because we are thinking about the past. We're thinking about things that have already happened, things we can't change, people we've lost. And then on the flip side, anxiety is usually future focused thinking. When we have super anxiety, we are trying to anticipate the future. We're trying to figure out what's going to happen next. We're thinking about uh, a meeting that we have at work or a doctor's appointment that we have or a game that we're participating in. So depression, usually focused on the past. Anxiety, usually focused on the future. Now, what's missing when it comes to those two things? We've got the past and we've got the future. What are we missing? Right now, the present. One of the biggest reasons that we get so lost in our feelings and we get so overwhelmed is because we don't know how to come back to the present. We don't know how to focus on being mindful in this moment. So when you start to get to that place where everything feels so overwhelming, do something that is going to force you to be present. And listening to a podcast and listening to what somebody else is saying is one really good way to be present and mindful. Reading is another really good way. Going for a walk without your phone and just being able to focus on nature, that's another way. There's a whole bunch of ways that we can really focus on mindfulness and being present. Meditation is way up there, uh, but a lot of people get frustrated with meditation at first because it takes effort and it takes work. It doesn't just happen. Uh, and even for people that are really good at meditation, they're still going to tell you that there are times where their mind is racing and they feel like they can't slow it down. The whole point of meditation is to keep practicing to get better at it. That's why they call it a practice. It's never perfect. So if you're brand new to meditation, I, I wouldn't wait until you're super stressed out to start because it's probably just going to tick you off. <laughs> so use caution when it comes to meditation. I, I highly recommend it. I think it's a really good thing to practice, but starting it when you're in a super negative space and everything is just making you angry might not be the best time. Usually the best time is in the morning when you first wake up or at night right before you go to bed because that's when your your brain enters what they call theta waves, which I'm not gonna get into right now because I, I don't know all the science behind it. But when you first wake up or right before you go to sleep, your brain goes into, uh, it functions using different waves than it does during the day. So they say, they, whoever they is, uh, they say that it's a lot easier to be able to meditate and to be able to focus because your brain's a little bit more relaxed. That's not what we're talking about today. I could do another episode on that, but let's get into the bulk 
of what we're talking about. So just to recap, if you're feeling super overwhelmed, do something to bring yourself back to the present moment. Be mindful, focus on mindfulness. You can find tons of guided meditations online uh, or just do something that you know is going to force you to focus on what's going on around you right now. Aha, okay, so let's get into what we came here for today. And that is this misconception that motivation is the answer to all of our problems and motivation is going to change our lives and motivation is the be-all, end-all to completely transforming in any area. I call this a misconception because it's not true. It is not true that motivation is the answer to get you to where you want to be. So let me make this clear. I hear this on almost every call when I meet with a prospective client for the first time and she tells me about what's going on in her life and why she wants to work with me and what her goals are. Almost every single one of those calls, motivation or a lack of motivation comes up almost every single time. I'm actually not sure if there was ever a time where it didn't come up. So motivation or a lack of motivation is a giant reason that people and specifically women tell me that they can't do the things that they want to do. They don't feel motivated and therefore they can't do it. And I know exactly what this feeling is because I lived in this space for a really long time. I never felt motivated to work out or eat healthy or make positive changes in my life. So because I didn't feel motivated, I didn't do anything except complain about where I wanted to be and where I currently was. Uh, and I complained that because I wasn't motivated, nothing was changing. I was very good at telling people why I wasn't changing. And a lack of motivation was one of the biggest reasons that I would give. So let's focus on that for a second. Now, we talk about this pretty often where I know that you go through these cycles where you get super motivated to do something. And a lot of times we get the most excited about our dreams and our goals when we're laying in bed at night and we maybe can't sleep, our mind starts to wander and we're like, oh man, I'm going to wake up early every day for the rest of this week and I'm going to do all these amazing extra things and I am just, I'm going to meal prep and I'm going to do all this stuff that I know I haven't done it for the past six months, but I'm starting right now. I'm so excited. It's really easy to get excited and motivated when we are laying in our comfy beds at night when we can't sleep because we're comfortable. We feel safe, we feel snuggly, so our minds feel like, you know, they're more free to wander and dream because everything feels good in that moment. But then what happens the next morning at 5.30 or 6 o'clock or 4 a.m. or whatever time you set your alarm for, what happens? You open your eyes, you slam the alarm off, maybe you hit snooze, you try to like move your toes a little bit outside the covers and what happens? It's freezing and you're like, no, I'm not, no way, not doing it. Maybe you'll go through a couple of snooze cycles or maybe you'll just reset your alarm for an hour or two later because you're like, today is not the day. I'm not doing it. So what happened? 
As we were laying in bed the night before, we felt super motivated. We're all excited. Maybe that's part of the reason that we can't sleep because we're thinking about all of the amazing things we're going to do. And then we go to sleep. We have our little dreams. Then we wake up the next morning to an alarm that's screaming in our ear. It's cold. Our bed feels comfy. And we're like, nah, not today. This cycle absolutely sucks. And it's where most people live. And because the motivation doesn't stay with us, which just, just to make sure that we're covering all of our bases here, sometimes motivation does stick around for a few days or a week, maybe two weeks for most people. Now, you might be listening to this and you're like, no, man, I've been motivated for like six weeks straight. This is great. And I'm super excited for you if that's what you're feeling. The sad reality is that most people don't feel that way. So if you are the exception to this rule, that is awesome. I want you to bathe in that feeling because it's an incredible feeling, but it's also not the norm. So here's where I'm going to get into real tough love mode because I need you to hear this and then I need you to hear it again and I need it to sink in. Motivation is not the kickstarter of action. Motivation is the byproduct of action. Okay, let me say that one more time. Motivation is not the kickstarter of action. Motivation is the byproduct of action. So what do I mean when I say that? We, and I say collectively we as a society, we expect that motivation is going to show up and get us to do the things that we don't normally like to do so that we can reach a goal that we haven't reached before. But in reality, motivation is the byproduct of doing the things that you might not want to do, doing them over and over again and starting to see results. Let me give you an example that I had to really wrestle with a little bit and then push through. When I started this podcast, I felt motivated. I was excited about it, but then I started to think more about it. I started to anticipate, like, what if people don't like it? What if I don't know how to edit anything on the computer? What if, what if, what if? Then I got super nervous. The motivation went away and I kind of dragged it out for a while. You know, I got the equipment that I needed for the podcast. I was reading about it. I was ready to set up an account uh, so that I can stream the podcast. And then I pulled myself back because I was terrified of the unknown. That's what anxiety is. But what I realized was the motivation wasn't going to get me to do my first episode. I knew somewhere deep down that if I wanted to feel motivated, I had to get the first episode out of the way so I could feel accomplished. Accomplishment and pride and motivation, they all go hand in hand. So when you do something and you feel good afterwards, let's say you do the workout or you eat, you know, the meal plan that you had set for yourself, when you do these things, you might not feel motivated at the start, but after you do it and you realize that you can do it and you've shown yourself that you can do it, that's when the motivation kicks in because our brains and our endorphins and every part of our body wants to feel that good, warm and fuzzy accomplished feeling. 
That's where the motivation comes from. And the more that you do the things, the more that the motivation builds because you're seeing what you're capable of. And then you start to see results. If you are relying on motivation to get you started, you're probably going to be waiting forever because the motivation doesn't owe you anything. It's not the, it's not the push to start button to get you going. It is the direct byproduct of action. So instead of looking at motivation, like the answer, look at it like the solution. That's what comes from taking action and doing the things. Now, I know you might be listening to this and you're like, so what do I do if I'm not motivated? Here's where I need you to get really serious about what your goals are and why you have those specific goals. So this takes some soul searching. I highly recommend writing these things down, really crafting them out so you know exactly what it is that you're working for. And when you feel passionate about your goals, that passion takes the place of what most people think motivation should be. When you feel passionate about something, you are going to get excited and you are going to do the things that you might not otherwise have done. So if you get to a point where, let's say you've just had this goal to lose 10 pounds and you have had this goal for a long time, you just can't seem to do the things that you need to do to get there, uh, two things might be going on. One, maybe that's not actually the goal that you want to have. Maybe it's just a goal that you set because it's so common to hear. Or two, maybe it just feels super overwhelming. Maybe you don't need to look at the whole picture. Maybe you need to break it down. What would happen if you just lost one pound? Forget about the 10. In order to get to 10, we have to get to one. So there are ways that you can break down your goals into smaller goals. I call them batty steps. This is exactly what I work on with my clients. Uh, But also it does give us a chance to really look at the goals that we have and to decide, is this actually my goal or is it just a goal I set because I've heard it so much? When I first started on TikTok, I had a a goal of 10,000 followers and then I realized everything that I was posting and all of the editing I was doing, it felt painful. And that was because I didn't actually care about 10,000 followers. That's what everybody else cares about. And I thought that I was supposed to also care about it. But I realized that I didn't give a crap about the followers. What I cared about was the impact and being able to help women change their lives. Once I got into that mindset, everything changed about TikTok. And now uh, I'm usually posting once or twice a day and it doesn't feel like work ever because I don't care about the followers. I don't care about the likes. I don't care about the vanity metrics. I care about the impact that I'm able to have. So if that means that that post only, you know, got sent out to 200 people, I don't care. If those 200 people were women that learned something from what I had to say, that's what matters. And that is what keeps me going. Where now I never look at TikTok as work. I look at it as joy and as an opportunity to be able to help more and more women. But I had to get my mindset right around that because if my only focus was followers, I would have quit months and months ago. So the moral of this story is that if you've been looking for motivation and waiting for motivation, I want you to let that go right now. 
because the motivation is going to be your reward for doing the things that you need to do to reach your goal. And yes, it might feel like you are trudging through molasses when you first start. That's okay. That just means that it's brand new, that you're not used to doing it, and that your inner mean girl might be trying to destroy you because what you're doing is making you better and your inner mean girl doesn't want you to be better. She wants you to stay stuck. So you're fighting against a whole bunch of different factors that don't want you to win. Keep going. Find out what happens when you do push through, when you do prove yourself wrong. If you think I'm just going to fail again, okay, prove yourself wrong. Get out there and do it. And after you do whatever it is a few times, the workouts, following the meal plans, reading your personal development, getting your water intake in, cleaning your house consistently, after you do that a few times, you're going to feel motivated and you're going to start to see those little results and you're going to feel good. You're going to be like, oh yeah, I want more of that. That's where that motivation comes from. And it will build at the same time that your motivation is building, so is your discipline, so is your consistency. All of these things want to work in harmony in your life. So it's time to stop fighting against everything and telling yourself that you can't. And it's time to find out what it feels like when you live in that harmony. I promise you it's a beautiful place and you deserve to be there. So let me know if you have any questions. Shoot me an email um, if there's anything that I can help with. Get out there, start making these changes in your life because you deserve it. And I will catch you on the flip side.